Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Catherine Weber, and I'm joined by... Colin Edgley. Emilio Diaz. Alright, today we're going to do a draft. We're drafting undistributed uh, 2023 festival premieres. That's, There's that's, so much yeah. on the table. Yeah, for Everyone... sure flopping this year in terms of picking up movies mm-hmm. yeah, yeah there's some some so, real big ticket items i think uh yeah if we had to seed these i think i've got the top three on my list probably sure <laughs> uh we we do have a that. little bit of news to to get to before we talk about that. I uh, I think it's only one thing uh, that I that uh, has, has that we're we're recalling at the moment. Maybe maybe we're missing something, but uh, the the Biennale has a new head. Uh, we've kind of been hearing rumblings that uh the uh, new government in italy might want to make their uh make their mark on it this is of course the biennale is a much larger sort of thing than the uh the film festival itself, it's, you know, it's it's a biennale like the Whitney Biennial. Uh, there's an every other year big uh, international convention or exposition or whatever of art uh, where, like, every country picks a person, I think. Uh, but anyway, the new head of the Venice Biennale is, of course... Uh, far right, uh, <laughs> guy Piacandrillo <laughs> Barafuco. Uh, what can you say? Uh, oh, his. You... I'm reading off the Yahoo article. His uh, his uncle was an extreme right politician, Antonino Barafuco. Uh, he's uh. A big Berlusconi fan. He's obsessed with the hegemony of the communists and Italian cultural institutions. I don't know. Um, it. it you know, I, I. I feel like Barbera was like, yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if I'm gonna get along with these new people. It is like. If he if he's the if he is what the opposition to the Pietrangelo Buttafucos of Venice are like what what is there an actual left in Italy? But I don't know much about Italian I don't know much about Italian politics. I don't know anything about Italian politics, but uh 
I don't know anyone got any more Pietrangelo Buttafuoco material. Know, seems no, bad. You, yeah. You called him a far right guy, and it reminded me of. Have you ever seen the video of Claimer? No, I don't think so. I guess journalist this, is what I should have said. That's what it there's is. There's this great video. If you search Claimer, K L A M E R, maybe Y M E R, and it's this old video of a kid on some college campus being interviewed as like a human interest thing from their uh school news and he's just like a real character <laughs> and he's like i've got this pocket of things like the first thing they say is like so how's it going claimer and he goes it's going cheerfully thus far oh, and then sure. he, uh, at one point he says he's playing elvis in some music uh some school musical and he's like uh you know Elvis, he's the famous six or fifties and sixties person. And mm-hmm. you say far right guy <laughs> reminded me of that. Mm. So that's my thoughts on uh Butafuku. Yeah, here's I It should be claimer instead. <laughs> <laughs> there is one of the things you find when you uh is uh a Reddit third from twenty twenty, whatever happened to Jacob Claimer. Well, we've got Stay our tuned for my tenth art to... podcast. All right. <laughs> Sorry for Talk stepping for on whatever that was. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It seems bad. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, they fired the people that people liked. Uh, seems sudden when it happened. I, I think I, I did. I talked. I had talked to a person who told me you get distracted by some very funny news that just got posted in the chat. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I was no, talking to somebody who told me that um, uh, I forget his, who was the person who got fired this year. We're, uh, Carlos Chatrian. Yes, Carlos Chatrian. Or no, the Carlos Chatrian's like right after the festival, his like contract had been extended, so it was extra crazy that he then got that's, fired. Yeah, that's uh, sure. Yes, things are going. So it seems like teams are being split up in a lot of different directions, and things are not being maybe taken the best care of. At yeah, would we have? believe even like a month ago that uh within a year Thierry Fromeau might be the only one of the three big festival heads still in his position (laughs) well I mean (laughs) he's fucking stronger than you know he's like he's he's the cockroach after the after the bomb goes up (laughs) yeah he's the conqueror you know we'll see as we've seen things can change at the drop of a pin well i feel like he's sort of made his uh not alliances but he we sort of talked about how much he botched can this year and like sure all his terrible quotes and it's like you know he's not far-right guy but yeah he's not <laughs> well like i mean this is, i mean i feel like Fromel and barbara are like two sides of the same coin like they're basically sure. the same guy uh except uh barbara's 
more more into Hollywood. But even that's maybe more just like that's what leadership has wanted him to do. I don't know that that's like their tastes or predilections. And who knows what the new leadership will want. Yeah. Yeah. What, and what, you know, what? maybe Barbera does make nice and uh, is still around in five years. And uh, Terry Fremo's uh, shining shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I have seen people be like, it is funny to imagine a more right wing Venice Film Festival. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to show two Roman Polanski movies. Yeah. We found another one, folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they made uh, New York stories too, but it's France stories with yeah. Woody Polanski. Yeah, don't steal any pics. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Song. I was like, do not pick Kuda shots. Do not pick Kuda shots. Like <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> it will not be worth it. It will not be worth it. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it when we start doing the draft, but it, it would be funny to actually track how much money these movies. For sure, yes. Sure, yeah, I I was like, what is the point at which, like, if we had done this a year ago, would it make sense to do the uh, the tabulation now? And then the answer is like, probably well, yeah. Now we get you know a peek behind the curtain. We're always looking for new episodes. We got to follow up to this one already. We can see, of course. Who made the most money? On, yeah, we'll still be months. doing this in eighteen months. So we we're we're just gonna do five picks each. I, you know, do we just want to do snake draft? Do we? Yeah. Care about order? Oh yeah, I definitely care about order. All right, yeah. we'll do just we'll the, do random. Yeah, just I'll, the I'll, I'll right up. here. Yeah, no, we'll, yes, yes. Yeah, we will do a snake draft of movies that have played festivals this year that still not do still do not have any distribution. Uh, in our mind, I guess we'll be sort of playing like we're a distribution company. You know, we want to we want to uh, get our hands on stuff, put it out, make some mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. bring some art to the peop- to the theaters. Mm-hmm. And we should also give credit to uh, I'll, I'll link to these lists in the sure. description. But a uh, recent guest, friend of the show, CJ Prince, uh, has been keeping track of this for Can for a long time, uh, but started on his Substack uh, for all of uh, Berlin, Can, and Venice, just keeping track of what is undistributed, uh, both in competition and the rest of the festival we are not limiting ourselves to those festivals necessarily but that is a very useful resource uh and yeah uh emilio pick a number between one and three two all right you pick where you want to go in the order one great uh Colin, pick a number between one and two. One. All right, you can pick which slot you want out of the other. third. Great. I wanted the middle. I don't need two in a row. I'd love two in a row. <laughs> I'm looking at these movies, and I'm like, how is this not picked? This seems good as hell. <laughs> I mean, I we, that, you know, it's, it's, I think the main thing is probably they priced themselves out 
and the distributors are waiting for them to come down. That's the answer for a number of these. All right, Emilio, do you want to make your off. first selection? But I'm going to go with the movie that I think is fairly beloved in our circles right now. I'm going to pick Close Your Eyes. Sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, the Victor Harrison movie. I've seen it. Jesse's seen it. Colin has movie. not seen it. A very good movie. Um, it's a little long. Put your man back in. Everyone knows I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to call me out for not going to be special this year. Listen, Andy hasn't seen it either. Sure, but he's not here. He's redacted. <laughs> I yeah, feel like the more we, I feel like the moment we uh, redact what Andy's doing, it becomes way more exciting than what it is. <laughs> yeah, he needs that's good for Andy. All right, yeah, yeah. everyone's wondering what he's doing. Andy is quote unquote up to something. Uh, <laughs> he's getting our name out there for sure. <laughs> yeah, friend the word. Um, really making his voice count. Um. Yeah, I mean, a fairly beloved movie, you know, the return of a beloved filmmaker. I think it is a pretty easy sell to people. I also think it's very great. And it's, lo it's long, which sometimes can prove a distribution problem, but whatever. It's like yeah, but an like, epic. I mean, is that what is what, 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 why has it not been bought yet? I, I think it is just the the price was it hasn't gotten caliber. That must be it. It is like it's long and it's also. People have said it, I, I've heard a lot of people say, like, I really like it, but it's boring. And I don't agree, but sure. not very much happens, especially in, like, the middle third of the movie. There's a whole, like, section of, like, there's, like, some plot, and then he just goes home and hangs out for a while. And then yeah, there's I mean, some that, more plot. Yeah, and mean, there's, that, like, close to an hour of he just goes back home and hangs out for a while. I mean, the middle hour is why I love it. Because I did sort of feel that. But it has, like, a final hour and a first hour that certainly makes it. It has maybe yeah. the best, like, kind of ending of the year. The ending year. is crazy. Yeah. And, and the, I mean, the, yeah, the all the footage we see of the the film that uh, the director who's the main character abandoned is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's one of those things where it looks so good that I'm like, I kind of wish. Oh, one... for, yes. And I think there, there have, I have heard people who didn't really know what it was, who just thought that that was the movie. And then we're like, what the fuck? I, yeah. I knew what it was enough to be like, this is not what the movie is. Uh, but yeah, it's great. I It's playing yeah. the... We've got some early announcements for the uh, European Union showcase, uh, and that's among them, and I'm like, I could see sure. that again. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess what'll likely happen is just like it'll come out in Spain, and then people in America will see it via like link or whatever yes spain or france or... i yeah, i think sure. someone will someone eventually like some theater in new york will just be like we have to show this someone some fake yeah. distributor pick it up and we'll show it yeah it'll be a ketchup entertainment <laughs> well i don't know about that ketchup yeah. that that they're like so fake that they've turned themselves into real 
Yeah, everyone. I'm, I'm thinking no like one, uh, no one was like, you aren't allowed to be ketchup entertainment when Hypnotic came out. <laughs> so, uh, so now they bought Memory and we're all like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's one of the. I guess that is more news, but also one of the the updates we had to make is that uh, they not only bought Memory but are putting it out in December. Uh, so. Trying to capitalize on that Peter Sarsgaard awards buzz, Catch Up Entertainment is. Yeah, that was funny to me because it's like people like that movie and had like stars. I mean, Sarsgaard won Best Actor at. Yeah, he's been he's been going around shaking hands. Just saying, he's putting it out there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe they don't. Get an agreement. He's one of the only yeah. people who can campaign. It's so you know, there's worse bets for catch-up entertainment to make, probably. Yeah, and probably more likely that that gets him nominated than putting it out in March, even though that would probably make more money. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, we I mean, move on to the next bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah great. Uh, I will select. Uh, I think it was before we were recording, we were talking about how much we want to, like, like actually try and pick stuff that will make money. Um, sure. I guess with my first... I've, I've got different stuff that could... I, I'll, I'll pick the one that, I, you know, there's nothing that I'm like, well... There's a few that I'm like, this could be, like, a little minor art house hit, could play in some you know, get some play beyond a couple of art houses. And I'll guess I'll take the one of those that I've seen and that I'm sure will... Did Hold on. We can cut this out. I want to make sure this actually didn't pick up distribution in the last, like, week, and I forgot. Okay, yeah. Uh, the Beast, not eligible uh, to okay. be selected, was picked up by... Janice and Sideshow. Of course, yeah. I, I thought, I was like, wait a second. That's what I, when I was looking at the list, I was yeah. like, I could have sworn. Yeah. Alright. So, uh, uh, now, I'm not, eh, well, I still kind of want to, like, take something that I've seen and think is good, though there's less of a, like, I can see this making a little chunk of change. I'll, I'll, we'll get the next picks out. You know what? No one else is gonna pick this. I I can look this up in between picks. I'll I'll select a movie that I think will get distribution. Uh, that I did check before we started recording and doesn't have it, and I think will make some money. Which is uh, Morocco's submission for best international film. Uh, premiered in a certain regard. Uh, played Tiff as well. Uh, the Mother of All Lies, a documentary I know almost nothing about except for what I just said and that I have heard it is good. Uh, sure. But that just sounds like, you, like if I, I'm almost like I, I looked it up. I feel like it maybe has a deal we don't know about because I'm like, they should just put that out in December and it could probably also get it seems like the thing that would also get a best documentary nomination it could and you know probably a maybe a qualifying release and then just play in like 150 theaters and do some 
museum screenings or whatever. Uh, the mother of all lies. Well, I looked up what was going to be my pick, and apparently Amazon has Firebrand, so I won't be thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess... Well, now I need to look this up because <laughs> you're allowed to make a pick and just uh, have someone. If it's not, you know, someone have Eureka. No, not. I mean, not that I know of. I I'll don't think Eureka. so. We've talked about yeah. it with Sandra Alonso. Yeah, I saw it. It's good. It's another like. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe not playing the money game right. But yes, I'm just like it's this movie. You know, Viggo Mortensen <laughs> is in the first twenty minutes of it. Sure. Uh, yeah. Someone has to put it. It's it that it's certainly a like someone has to put that out at some point. I don't know if it'll play in any theaters. Yeah, I mean, ever this is just like in the United States. You need to respect yeah artists and put the movies in theaters. Yeah, this is it should be the bare minimum. All right. Uh, and I go again? Yep. I'm going to take... I was looking at Berlin, because I was like, Berlin's a hard one yeah, to, someone's like, gotta take, it. well, take from. Yeah, there's there's a few. And I've got a few. I was looking at, like, the smaller, like, what do they get? And, like, looking at titles that seem interesting. And I saw one. I'm trying to find what... Um. It was in competition. Art College 1994. A Chinese sure. animated drama about a bunch of college kids hanging out in 1994, apparently just drinking beer and talking about Nirvana. And one of the voices in it is Judge Anka. So oh. I was just like, yeah. This, uh, yeah, that sounds like I someone will put out that's a classic like April you get a lot yeah. of emails from publicists about it. It it uh it had its American premiere at the Shine on the Move section of the twenty second New York and Asian Film Festival. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um and it was at, it was in Berlin, it was in um In competition. In competition, yes I said, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, our call is nineteen ninety four. Seems good. Alright. Yeah. Uh this this uh this uh main segment continues to function as an ersatz news segment uh a film that I talked about during Locarno that I saw Lousy Carter will be uh starring David Crumholtz directed by Bob Byington will be released by Magnolia Pictures next year not eligible to be selected uh but it's your pick again. Yep, it is my pick again. I will select not Lousy Carter. I'll take. I'll just I'll I'll take the Human Surge three. That's an I don't think sure. that'll make money, but like Mubi will just like buy that, and uh, people will be excited to see it, at the very least. We're putting it at the sphere. Uh, I well. mean, I well. I, I can plug. I spoke to Eduardo Williams uh, for In Review Online, and we did talk a lot. Of, you know, we didn't talk about the sphere, uh, but we did talk a lot about the the VR stuff. And, uh, yeah, uh, that movie's, you know, I think the, the like, 
3D version of it. I would imagine he, like, kept it. They probably could just throw it at the sphere. Uh, maybe wouldn't be the resolution that the sphere likes, but good enough. Uh, yeah, just, you know, it's great. It's exciting. Uh, people, people will want to watch it. The people want to watch. Yeah, you're. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already excited for the Human Surge <laughs> Three. You're scouring uh, DVD stores and libraries for the Human Surge Two. To no avail. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Uh, Emilio. Yeah. Can't believe this came all the way back <laughs> around to me. I'm taking aggro drift, baby. I was thinking about I, it. You know, I had it. It's a good pick for sure. Listen, do I think it's going to be a good full movie? Probably not. No, it sucks. But, <laughs> but just like a thing to put out in theaters, got some colors in it, got a famous person in it. It does not have a interesting it... famous person, IMO, but. Uh... It whoever put out Skinnamarink, that's who should put out Agro Drift. They need that strategy of just like we're gonna put poop it, it out, yeah, into a thousand theaters, and people will be like, "I guess this is a normal movie. I should just go see." You gotta trick yeah. people. Uh, um, I guess yeah, you know so there's dialogue in it. It's. Which is different than skin, you know, more dialogue than Skinner Inc. It's certainly far worse dialogue, but I um uh, uh I think I've said that the ideal way for Agro Drift to come out would be in ninety one minute YouTube shorts as a playlist. <laughs> So I can just scroll through all of it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, he's not making any movies anymore, so coming coming soon to the metaverse. I don't know how we'll count that. Gross. Theme sales. And now it's another pick for me. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of directions I could go. There's a movie that I'm like, I swear this has to have this review in there. But I, it seems like you it's know, I can... I can do a little bit. We can digging. talk. I mean, you yeah. can look it up, and if it has it, Okay. Can... Yeah. I, I can't Maybe. find anything right now, but uh, a movie I saw randomly and liked in Toronto, I'm going to pick Tarsem Singh's Dear Jack. I don't think it does. I thought about this. I I didn't look at it again, but I do not believe it has distribution. That's just like, it's just like a very yeah. well-made romance movie. It's like fun at some parts, it's chemistry. At other parts, very not fun. At other parts, in a way that's very intentional. And uh, I think it's the sort of thing where if you just like put it out somewhere, people would watch it, and people would have a lot of mm -hmm. thoughts, and people would like it. Which is crazy. Which is why it's crazy to me that nobody's picked it up. It seems like a very easy sell. To uh huh. Uh, on September twenty second, they released a clip. And at that time, Variety said it was still seeking distribution. Uh, you can get in touch with uh, Linda Lichter uh, of Lichter, Grossman, Nichols, Adler, Feldman, and Clark, Inc., who are handling worldwide sales if you want to purchase the distribution rights to Dear Jossie. It just, to me it just seems like a classic. I put that out in March, rake in my eight hundred 
$800,000. Listen, we would all love to have $800,000. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're not Listen, of Linda, if you want to just sneak that over to Can I Kick It, we'll figure it out. You know, we'll we'll could we we'll, distribute a movie? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll you know I'm we can't give you any com- money now, confident. but we can we can uh you know get you in on some of that eight hundred thousand dollars. I'm a thousand percent confident I could distribute a movie. <laughs> Maybe this is the pivot. We stop podcasting. <laughs> we get into yeah, Gando, but yeah. If might, someone would like yeah, to Gando give us, might be less lucrative than this. <laughs> more of a time and money suck <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean and by order to can i kick it still <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> like did this play can no <laughs> yeah absolutely if someone's got like five hundred thousand dollars laying around we'll buy a movie we'll just like yeah. we'll we'll go you, you <laughs> wire yeah. that to us and we'll just figure out what movie we can buy with yeah, it and then we'll one to five million for seed money to get us started <laughs> i don't i think just enough to buy one movie and then we'll we'll build off that there. and then all the goodwill from the uh wide release <laughs> Of green border. <laughs> don't don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Wasting picks, wasting picks. All right, Jesse, it's it's yours. All right, I will. Well, now I feel like I had to just get to green border. Well, no, because you're next, and you just made it clear that you're not going to take green border. I'll take another movie that I like. Um, I'll take about thirty, which uh. We talked about when it played Berlin, me and Andy both saw and liked it, and it is disconcerting that it has not played anywhere in the United States yet that I know. It must have at some point, but has not played much, like hasn't played in New York, I don't think. Uh, Maybe we'll still do new directors, new films next year. I do think they sometimes take stuff from last year's Berlin, even though they also take stuff from the current year's berlin because they're in like april uh but does it it has a little bit the vibe of like movie that no one has heard of and then all of a sudden it comes out 18 months later and it's like oh people actually like this and maybe the uh uh, it didn't come out in the country where it was made either and that like the the kind of like it's it's maybe lower key, but like Marina, something like that, that just like, oh, this is now all of a sudden like a real movie that people are seeing. Uh, I don't think it's likely that that's its path, but it's possible. And if not, it's a good movie and we would, again, slide us those rights and we'll see what we can do. If no yeah, one is offering to make locations. it a minor art house hit. Or now it's me. Yeah, sounds like Colin's going to work for Mubi. Uh, um, I think I'm going to take hashtag manhole. <laughs> What's that? I saw I this played, on the list. I don't remember played what Merlin it is. Special, uh-huh. Kumakiri, and it's a movie about a cop who gets stuck in a manhole, and it's a single location thriller movie. <laughs> Yeah. And apparently at one point he cuts his leg on a rusty ladder and has to staple it with a mini stapler to keep it from bleeding. Seems like a fun little, yeah. 
Pulse Pounder, and it's called Hashtag Manhole. Pretty funny. Yeah, hashtag Manhole. Stars some uh, J-pop idol, it seems. Mm-hmm. And then I think I kind of have to take, because I feel like it might get picked. Although maybe no one's thinking of it, but I don't want to take the risk. I'm going to take Deborah Stratman's last things. I, it's on my list. It's a tough distribution challenge because it's like 55 minutes. But I'm going to get it. This one needs the skin memory because this, I think, <laughs> I've said it a bunch. I feel like if mark. people saw last things, they would all like it. <laughs> if you just like show anyone, they'd be like, whoa, this is crazy looking. <laughs> Well, I can get you in touch with Deborah Stratman. That one I can facilitate. <laughs> yeah, let's put it out there, Deb. Get some eyes I mean, on that one is just like you just put it in like history museums, you know. That is, I mean, it, I it, it it played the uh, every IMAX of it, the country. It, it, well, yeah, right. I mean, it played at the National Gallery of Art during TIFF. I was disappointed to miss that, even though I'd seen it. Uh, but yeah. It, uh, you know, cool movie. For sure, there's there's something to do there. Put it on put it on a VHS, roll it into carts all across the country at schools, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at the distribution for other Victor Arise movies, and uh, just through, like, cursory Wikipedia glancing. Sure. It's been so the long. The only American distribution for, uh, uh, what was the... Uh, no, I don't remember the name. Quince Tree. Uh, 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 the, it has like five different names. Yeah. It's the one about the Quince Tree, though. And the, yes. the painting. Uh, it was like the distribution was like US, and in the parentheses it just said VHS. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> they really. That is they, how I saw that movie, I think. There is a restoration that yeah, was yeah. done a few years ago that I don't think has seen any sort of. You at uh, you know I don't know if it's played here at all I, you know I would imagine that like if someone was doing an RSA retrospective it probably would be bookable but uh, yeah I don't know Spirit of the Beehive is playing in thirty five millimeter at AFI uh, later this month which I do kind of assume means that like they could they I, they don't like to play prints at this point I assume that means they could not get a DCP. Hello, this is maybe like it, our private DMs kind of talk rather than on the podcast kind of talk. But you know how people say they caught me in 4K? Yes. What if we start start saying I got played in 35 millimeter? That's. <laughs> I think that's almost nothing I have to say. <laughs> but I like, I see the vision for sure. <laughs> I got played in 35 millimeter. <laughs> And they're just like, man, they played my ass. 35 millimeter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically. I guess so. Maybe there's something there. I see the vision. I see the vision. They're just, you know, caught in 4K. You get the snapshot. There's so much. It evokes a lot. I'm going to start seeding it throughout. I'm going to start using it. I'm going to see start it seeding it. <laughs> Yeah, just get, get us download numbers five million dollars, and we'll we'll get uh, played in thirty five millimeter wide on the front of every "Can I Kick It" face mask. <laughs> 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 All 
I'm glad I'm editing this week so I can just do a big job. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be the Not first episode that gets yeah. edited into less than zero. More gets cut out than uh, we recorded. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so is it Jesse's turn? And yeah. We'll start a Patreon and put out the scrappy version <laughs> with everything left <laughs> You can, we'll say now, you send us $25 will email you the uncut for year, uncut. and then you get it afterwards. <laughs> I think After one time one completing. time coffee donation of 25 50 Yeah, you can have any raw audio that I still have. <laughs> <laughs> you can pick. <laughs> yeah, if I, you know, Don't if I if I have the like uh the the one file on my recorder so you don't sure. have to cut it together yourself you can have that i haven't deleted most of those um, move on. yeah it's time for me to take green border a movie sure. that i think will get distributed and make some yeah. money uh, i think i part of the challenge here is i uh, was listening to uh the podcast that Nicholas Rapold did with Amy Taubin on the New York Film Festival, uh, Taubin being a big Agnieszka Holland fan and uh, of this movie. And she said that she'd been talking to Agnieszka Holland and it is out already in Poland and she wants it out everywhere by the end of the year. Uh, so sure. whether that will happen, I don't know. But for sure, it's this has like a genuine like art house hit vibe uh, about uh, the it's it's Ukrainian refugees, I think. Uh, but yeah, just general European migration uh, was was shot like very quickly. Uh, it sounded like. I don't know. Uh, I've never seen one of Holland's movies. Uh, There's a lot of people who uh, like them, and obviously New York Film Festival continuing to kind of stump for her, and then also a lot of people who are just like, these are nothing. So, who knows where I will fall. Uh, Not on the AFI EU showcase list, but we've got, list yet, but we've got like less than half of what's going to play, I think, so... I'll probably try and see it if it's there. Emilio? I'm going to pick Dolly. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, his okay. movies. Yeah, for Quentin sure. The Quentin, the Quentin Depew film. film. Back to back, Green Border and Dolly were my uh, picks for the Venice draft. Just two. <laughs> <laughs> you did so poorly on that draft. No, I did better than you, bro. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I was second place. Andy only beat me because he had the most popular movies. <laughs> <laughs> if you could believe it. <laughs> and he only beat me because he did better. <laughs> he picked the well, movies everyone room. likes and knows. Yeah. <laughs> that is how the jury uh picks the uh their their awards at Venice. Is there yeah, they're like, do we know what this is? Alright, let's give this an yeah. award. Everyone they... seemed excited that we liked poor things, so I guess it's that. <laughs> um yeah, you know, Quentin DePew certainly has had a track record with putting out yeah. movies and being minor art house hits. You know, he's an interesting guy. Rubber. Yeah. Rubber. It is, there is another Quentin DePew movie that is also awaiting distribution that is 
theoretically first in line. I don't know if it is which one is the more uh, conceivably so that profitable. Has to be your fifth pick also, <laughs> you can't get Dolly. <laughs> you, by that's itself. the that is the that that's why they haven't been picked up yet. Is there a package <laughs> deal? Which I'm like, did that? Did he premiere movies at both Locarno and uh, Venice? I think he might have. Yeah. Uh, the other one is it. I don't fucking know what it's called. Yeah, I'm gonna say the name of another movie if I try to say what it's called, but I believe it's about like uh, it's it's a play where like someone stands up and starts heckling them, and then they like try to take the heckler's notes. I don't. It it sounds interesting. Yeah, uh, it's called Yannick. Yannick. That's not what I was gonna say. Of course, cause yeah, we're still waiting on Lorik. He also put out two movies last year. Yeah, more, he's uh, he's cranking them out. Is it a big fly movie, or was that earlier? What mandible movie about a big fly? That's yeah, earlier. Yeah. He did the like. Is uh, that post deer skin though? It might be. It might be the same year. He did one that's like uh, space. Like they look like Power Rangers. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's. You oh, know. this is an anthology movie. The one that they look like Power Rangers. Uh, is it? And it's you called, know they look like Power Rangers. No, it's called Smoking Causes Coffee. Yeah, that one came out, I think. <laughs> I mean, he's a funny guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Deer, you, I've only seen Deerskin, and it's not good, but it's a funny. It's much, you know, you're much better off having someone spend three minutes explaining what it is. But <laughs> I, and the, yeah, I remember this other... contentious point for us because I like Deerskin. It's. You know, it's a funny idea. Uh, his yeah, the other uh, 2022 movie was incredible, but true, which that one especially is like big stars. Uh, Benoit Majumel, Leia Drucker of uh, Last Summer. That movie's that you know. Speaking of movies that are gonna come out, that's supposed sure. to come out this yeah, month. That movie's you know, so good. I love it. I just think it, it's yeah. a good title for distribution. You know, you yeah. get to put Dolly, Dolly on a poster. Mm-hmm. People yeah. know who Dolly is. Everyone knows Biopics Dolly. are big these days. Uh-huh. And my other pick will be, do we know if Pool Man has distribution? I don't think it does. Not that well, I know of. I I'm can... going to th- take Pool Man. I'm going to take Chris Pine's Pool Man. Mm-hmm. I'll double check for you. A funny movie. Yeah, we yeah talked about that'll it come out in like so. three years once everyone mm-hmm. has forgotten about the two reception. And they'll just be like, did you know Chris Pine made a movie? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You know, he sort of made like David Wayne Chinatown, but not as good as that, but also not terrible. Uh, like, yeah, it's got distribution in plenty of countries. Paramount even has it in some in Canada and some other countries, but it doesn't look like anyone has America. it for the U.S. So, for sure. Yeah, it's a it is a crazy guess. How is Danny DeVito in the movie? Is he friends with Chris Pine, or is that just like they're like the L.A. confidential flavor? It's like him and Annette Bening. Are kind of like uh, they're like a couple, and they're like they're not his parents, but they're like sort of the people who like they sort of occupy a parental. Sure, sure. Danny DeVito, I think he'll do it. Because like 
Because I think yeah, we, like yeah, we could get Danny DeVito on the podcast. Because yeah. DeVito's like a washed-up producer. Because like a part of the concept of the movie is that they're like filming all everything that Chris Pine is doing on this investigation, and, and Danny DeVito's like, this will be a documentary. I'm going to put it out, and I'll be a star. And Annette Benning is his therapist. Okay. And uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is his ex-girlfriend. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. Who, spoilers, uh-huh. sort of ends up with another actor in the movie in a sort of weird way. Yeah. Uh-oh. But yeah, I just think I just think eventually when that movie comes out, some people will watch it and like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm I'll just make my bet. I'm buying low, you know. <laughs> uh huh. I was there on Pullman day one. And Jesse, your final pick? Yeah, I'm kind of running out of like. I guess I'll just. I've got a couple more. Just like I like this movie. I guess the one that is closest to maybe being a movie you can put in theaters that I could see people like, you know, it. I, you know, I saw this movie in a theater here at the Latin American Film Festival and it played fine. Uh, I think it's very funny. Uh, the Practice, uh, which I, I think I talked about on an episode premiered at San Sebastian, directed by Martin Reitman, Starring Esteban Bigliardi of The Delinquents, out now in theaters. That one is, you know, they're really pushing that one out there. Uh, wonder, that's a wonderful movie that does have distribution. This is also a very good movie that does not have distribution with the same star. Uh, but yeah, it's, it is, I don't think most people, you know, I, it, it was not like, playing to riotous laughter except for me but it's very mm-hmm. funny uh there there's a couple there are a couple of like there's one gag especially that's just like that's crazy that it happens um but i guess i won't spoil it's so good um yeah uh the practice martin reitman and then down to old color. I was looking at two movies that I haven't seen for the record. And they're both sort of just like as I was saying earlier, these are filmmakers that need to have their art respected and need to come out. But I think I'm going to go with James Binning's Allensworth, also from Berlin. Sure. I almost picked Takeshi Kitano's movie, Kubi. Sure. You know, also, movies got it by Kubi. That's kind of, yeah. it's it, it's not, it doesn't it's have distribution, but there is a hold on it. <laughs> movie and Tubi are in a hot uh, sure. auction right now. Mm-hmm. Movies like Tubi's M is closer there. to K. Give us, cut us a deal. Kubi's <sighs> like, add money. Come on, you know this is closer. You don't want a T next to your M. I mean, next to your K. Kubi? That's not, you can't say that. Kubi doesn't make sense. Kubi on Tubi. And actually, breaking news, Kubi sold to Freebie. 
yeah. I mean, I yeah. I get. I you know, looking at my list, it's like I maybe just did uh, leak Grasshopper's slate. I feel like they've been kind of quiet lately, and they tend to kind of swoop in on the later side. So. Uh, if it happens between now and when this episode is released, and if it hasn't, you know, if it isn't out and I, I'm stepping on your toes, then be quicker. I think yeah. I'm I think my, I'm looking at my movie and I'm aiming for like I'm aiming for like that Hulu and like eight months money, you know? <laughs> that I mean, like, pull man I see. Dear Jesse, for Jesse. sure. For sure, I guess I don't know what that's Agri- about. You know what, Agri- What's what is what does Neon call their extra? Is it super? That's yeah, super. that's yeah. Super's gonna buy Agro Drift. Book it. Yeah, sure, yeah. Super YouTube could buy movie, Dali. They're gonna too. come back. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube Red release of yeah. Uh, YouTube Red is gonna come back, and they're gonna put out Agro Drift right next to Bodied and. Only on Google Glass. Yeah. Yeah. That's human search three. Yeah. Yeah. Close your eyes is gonna come out straight to uh, the inside of your eyelids. (laughs) Straight to ball. Straight to the Roku channel. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like streaming is so stupid. What do you mean? (laughs) We could keep saying names for sure. Yeah, we're straight to chicken for the soul network or whatever. Crackle is called now. Yeah. Anyway. Hashtag manhole is going to be on gag. All right. Special presentations. I think they did change. Yeah. Special presentations. Colin, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? Um, you know... Do I want to talk about another fucking movie <laughs> that I liked a lot? Um, I watched Chuck Russell's The Blob yesterday as we're recording this. It's November 1st, and yesterday was Halloween, so it's like, let me throw on a horror movie. And uh, I've been circling The Blob for like two years. It's like, I should watch this, I should watch this. And I finally bit the bullet, and it's so good. It's like, I feel like it should be mentioned in the same breath of, of like, Scream as far as, like, meta horror goes. Because it's like, and maybe this is, like, a critical misreading on my end. But I feel like it is playing off of every sort of slasher monster movie trope that came out before it, even though it's only 1988. But then it's like, there's these little winks and like it never tips his hand too much to be like eye roll the ever. The closest it gets is there's a scene where like these two sort of rambunctious kids go see a horror movie that's like about a fake Jason. And it's like it starts and like it's just another scene and then you're like, oh wait a minute, this is the fake movie the kids are seeing, and it like pans out and it's awesome. But otherwise it's just like played straight incredible special effects the blob looks so good every every death is like a person deflating and melting and it, it looks so good um but and it's just like it's got some great jokes also love the blob and uh frank darabont 
a classic Darabont and Russell collab, just like the third Nightmare in Elm Street movie. Emilio, Jesse, any special presentation? Emilio. Uh, you know, I've been still in my music era. I've been listening to a lot of music. Okay, so I'm going to plug the sort of electronic housey album Madres by Sofia Cortesis. Uh, it's a very cool listen to. Listen, it's, uh, you know, there's sort of two types of electronic albums. One that sort of plays as like a set list, so like a party, and another one that is more like the sort of typical rock pop album of just like a thing that goes in different variations and has different songs that mean different things uh, and sort of creates a general atmosphere rather than an ongoing party and Madras is more of the second one and it's very good a lot of good stuff in there alright awesome. you know what I'll uh, special present is uh, I've been reading for the last few weeks every week I've been reading four columns the uh web publication uh they just put out you know it's it what it says they put out four columns every week of uh various arts criticism i would yeah, melissa anderson's their film editor and there's usually a film review there by her or like another person that you've you know like uh beatrice louisa's written some of their film stuff uh like Nick Pinkerton's been in it a lot lately uh you know people you heard of but then like there's like one or two on a book and there's one or two on uh an exhibition going on in New York sometimes there's some music uh I it's a good way to like feel like I've got a little bit of a handle on uh what smart people are up to and I've uh, been reading some started uh, at the very least putting holds on some books that I've been reading about so yeah. uh and it, you know it's it's good writing and uh I I've liked the writers who I've you know who don't write about film who I am not familiar I guess uh Brian Dillon I think I talked about his book Affinities when I read it uh, and he he's in there uh, I feel like uh once or twice a month uh but yeah. yeah this seems like a great resource absolutely <laughs> i had never heard of this and not only is it like such a pleasing to look at website yeah for sure everything is like lined up where it's like here's the week it came out here's the category here's the author here's it's, what it is and it's, it's like, really great yeah yeah every it, every it, it friday his... four new columns and it it's like a lot of the categories are like literature, film, but then there's like yeah. blues. <laughs> it is, yeah, that like, is okay. the like, yeah, literature, film, and art are all their own categories, and then each genre of music has its own category. Yeah. It, it, that's that is funny. And and they get, do, like, your, I guess, fiction and art. nonfiction there's get non-fiction. different. They had a poetry yeah. section as well. Sure, sure, sure. Or category, excuse me. But yeah, this there's, seems like every once in a while something else pops up. This one's going in the pin tabs. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, uh, we we plug the coffee already. Ko fi dot com. Yeah. Slash, slash can, can I? I. Yep. 
$25 and you get the unedited audio of this episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll release our audience. <laughs>